Hey guys, we are here back on episode two. We are excited to be here and we want to start off by saying thank you for episode one. We got a lot of feedback and we got a lot of uh, great comments and everything. So we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. We really appreciate it. We had a lot of fun in that first episode we did. It was a it was an icebreaker, right? Yeah, it was really. It, was, it really was an icebreaker. <laughs> Especially for Andy, you know, having nah, to nah, nah. have him in the camera, you know. <laughs> but uh, no, thank you guys. Like, we really appreciate it. We had lots of fun. And most importantly, like, it really me- meant a lot. People reaching back out to us and texting us and calling us and telling us, hey, we saw the podcast. We loved it. And not just uh, that they loved, you know, seeing us there on camera, but they really they received what the it. message was. Yes. You know what I mean? Them to be able to hear, um, you know, a bit of my story, most importantly, Andy's story here. And, you know, knowing that we're not perfect people, but we're broken people that found Christ and Christ perfected us. Amen. You know, amen. Yeah. Not that we're perfect, but, you know, because we have Christ living in us, you know, he helps us and show us the way and. You know, if we if if he gave us the keys to help out other people unlock their prison, we're going to do it. Amen. You know what I mean? But yeah. So today we're going to talk about what are we going to talk about, Eddie? We're going to talk about a little bit about love. Oh, a little bit. Just a a smidge. You know, we'll see how the just a bit. Love is in the air. (laughs) (laughs) No, not that type of love. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, we're going to talk about love and we're going to talk about, you know, what culture says love is and the culture's experience and what we see nowadays what you know quote unquote and and we do use the quote unquote heavily what love is and we're going to talk about a little bit of our experience too like individually like what we've experienced what we thought love is and then we're going to bring it back up to um uh christ yeah what true love is and we found that in christ you know what i mean but what true love really is and how it changed us and how it found us yes right so we're going to start off with what love is. And for you guys, I researched the actual definition, like the Google definition of what love is. And I have it here in my handy dandy notebook. <laughs> but um, so what love is on Google, I saw a bunch of, you know, the funny thing, too, like when I was like researching like what love is, um, there was a lot of different definitions. And I found that super interesting. Like there was so many different ones like there wasn't like a actual firm definition like don't you think that's crazy yeah that is pretty crazy like it makes sense though because like you we know use love so so loosely, loosely and yeah. like you say love for everything, everything nowadays and 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 still there's a lot of people that walk around still not knowing like what love what true love is exactly yeah. so i found that interesting actually when i was like researching it but um one that i was like okay that that makes more um scientifically sense you know so i found that love is a set of emotions and behaviors right makes sense emotions and behaviors and it's characterized by intimacy passion and commitment and Mm -hmm. it makes sense you know like if you love somebody or if you love a thing or whatever you're going to give it your intimacy you're going to give it your passion and you're going to give it your commitment right and it's funny because even though that's a definition of love uh, a lot of people don't really live by what that definition is not, not a lot of people give it their intimacy not a lot of people give it their passion not a lot of people give it their most importantly their commitment you know what i mean yeah like a lot of people lack uh that that commitment part of what love is mm-hmm. yeah but we're gonna talk about what the world's perspective in love is you know what what culture uh, says love is now yeah at least a little bit of our perspective a little bit of how we've realized and seen how people you not only use like oh i love this but simply the way nowadays how we you know try to find love you know Mm as we look for love or people that oh i just need to find the perfect person or i need to simply find my uh my soulmate you know what i mean and i think i think we're going all wrong about that i think we don't realize that at least with love love is it's 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 sacrifice it's not something like exactly. convenience it's not something like oh i'm gonna find this person and try to modify them to the person i want them to be like oh the person that you know they're gonna love me this way i'm gonna you know teach them how to do this no not at all i think you know uh, with love love is sacrificial um and again we'll, we'll discuss that a little bit more towards the end for the last question but um yeah yeah um so what i got like um i'll answer the question first and then i'll i'll hand it over to andy what he thinks about it but 
So like culture's view on love now, like everybody runs on feelings. Like mm -hmm. everything's all about a feeling, right? We treat love as a feeling, which uh, yes, you know, you do feel love when like someone is like giving you that love or someone's expressing that love and we feel it, you know, we get those butterflies or we we feel that passion in us, whether that's like putting it in a hobby or in a person, but but like we treat love as such a feeling right now, but in reality, it's a choice. You know what I mean? Like you choose to love that person. You choose to love that hobby or you choose, like it's a choice. It's not just a feeling, you know yeah. what I mean? Because feelings in reality come and go. Come on, like one day you could like be like, oh yeah, I love this. Oh yeah, I like that. And then Ugh. another day. Yeah, another day, you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't care for it Exactly, much. like yeah. feelings are, they're very like movable. Like you could feel like you could feel mad one day, you could feel sad one day, you could feel depressed one day, you could feel excited one day. Like feelings, they don't they don't last. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So a lot of people treat love as a feeling, in but in reality, it's a choice. It's a decision, right? Yeah. It, it's a it's a decision, and people put it. Check this out. When it comes to love, like love is supposed to be unconditional. Yes. It's supposed to be sacrificial. Mm -hmm. But now people have put limits in what love is and how they treat love. They put conditions like, for example, like, I'll love you up to this point if you give me this, if you do this, if you're this type of uh, this type of person, if you uh, respond in this type of way. Like there's so much conditions to love, even though love is supposed to be unconditional. It's supposed to be sacrificial. Because in reality, like, um, like if we take it like in a romantic perspective, like there's no perfect person out there, right? So if you're already going in with all these expectations and all these conditions, you're never going to find the one. Clearly, yeah. Right? You're never going to find the one. So that's why love is supposed to be unconditional and sacrificial. And you are deciding every day when you wake up in the morning, it's a choice to keep loving that person, right? Yeah. Or if you want to talk about like, you know, hobbies or, you know, or objects, you decide to keep loving that thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? A good example, and it came to me when I was like writing this up in my notes. A good example is like, I'm going to give a shout out right now to my dog. <laughs> if you guys saw her on, on episode one in the intro, that was her that was like being zoomed in. That's my dog. Um, Andy didn't want to take her out of the shot. He's like, no, keep her. She looked yeah. too comfortable. She was big chilling. And I said, all right. But like, for example dogs dogs love you unconditionally that's true love right there that, that really <laughs> that is, is true, true. shout out to my dog bella dude. <laughs> but, but like dogs love you without conditions you yes. know what i mean they love you unconditionally like you could get them in trouble you could tell them no don't do this don't do that or whatever and they still keep receiving you when you walk into that door the same way yes you know what i mean they still keep loving you they still want to play with you they still want to sleep with you they still want to cuddle with you like they do really love unconditionally yes no matter what you know what i mean i agree that was a that uh, that was a, like an example that i was thinking when i was writing this because i know like my dog no matter like what she does like you know and and even though i get her in trouble many times <laughs> but she still loves me and she still chooses to be there with me you know what i mean like her love is unmovable and that's a perfect example how us humans were supposed to be but we walk around with conditions and limits limits exactly limits and we don't want to be sacrificial you know mm -hmm. what i mean and when it comes to love love is supposed to be vulnerable and what i've noticed like you know with us culture nowadays and social media and these generations now like we don't want to be vulnerable anymore and it makes sense because like we've been hurt people's been hurt like so many times right they've been with people or family members or whatever and like they backstab them or they give them a reason not to be loving anymore yes and they don't want to be vulnerable because the last time they opened themselves up and they were vulnerable somebody just went you know stabbed them yeah you know and, and it hurt them you know what i mean so people don't want to be vulnerable anymore they want to be still they still want to present themselves to that one person closed off have this whole barrier 
but still want to be in a relationship with them and it never works out because you're clashing because you're not being vulnerable with that person you're not showing them what you want what you want to receive out of it what you want to give out of it you know what i mean yes and there's no vulnerability and love is supposed to be vulnerable that's what true love is you're supposed to show yourself off to the person your deepest thoughts your deepest desires your deepest feelings and vice versa and that's how you could come together in unity and that vulnerability unconditionally and sacrificially yes so good so good dude that was good huh <laughs> that, that, that was good that was good i was yeah. like oh gosh i think just to piggyback off what jenna's saying just to kind of give you my uh, respect uh perspective but also as jenna's genesis was mentioning like everybody wants to come together broken and expect another individual to fix their brokenness you know pick up the pieces and glue it back together and exactly you, and exactly. i think we don't realize we're broken until we have to go through all these obstacles and all these difficulties to realize you know once you're in a serious relationship and and even though that you may love this person but just as much as you're broken they're broken as well and i think we don't come to realize like wow there's a lot of broken people, you know, in the world. There's a lot of broken people around us. You know, we may not, we may not see it, you know, maybe post it on the gram, you know, but you're only seeing 10% of the, you know, the highs. Literally. But, simply, but, but we're so quick to see them on Instagram. Like, man, I want that life over there. I want to be doing that. I want to be there. I want to look at that relationship. relationship. I yes, yes, yes. Hashtag I love, relationship goals. <laughs> yeah. But we forget sometimes that that social media isn't all that with love you know we see couples at least i want to say in my life i kind of kind of you know again i didn't uh, like compare myself but i'd see like uh, like you know before i was when i was single for you know a couple of years i was like man maybe i do want a girlfriend because you know everybody's dating everybody's cuffed up or whatever literally the way i started to see i'm like you know what like i forget sometimes that instagram or social media in general isn't all you know it's not all that we see and so with love, simply going back to the relationship, going back to understanding what you want and forgetting that you have to work on yourself first. And I think, again, not trying to jump in with the Lord so quickly, but, you know, with the Lord, when you're walking with the Lord, the Lord shows you what what love yeah. is, you know, and, and, and there's different loves really quick. There's there's different loves. You know, you got your friendship love. You got your your intimacy love. Um, you got your your parents love. And then you got the, the, the you know, the Lord's love. And, and I think all the three, the intimacy, the friendship, um, your parents love. Again, everybody's different. Everybody doesn't feel like it has experienced all these different, different types of love. Different type of love in each, yes, each category. Another, yeah. So so for me, I was, you know, I was blessed. You know, I, I, I had a loving family. I got to understand what kind of love that was. I got to understand what, what you know, friendship with love was, you know, I have my friends that I love and then I had significant others that I could say I loved them at one point in my life, but I never knew what a godly love was, what a, a sacrificial love was. And so, you know, once I really understood um, the real meaning of love, I really started to see and flourish in the Lord, mm -hmm. not only with the relationship with him, but my relationship started to flourish. We start to really start to see these mountains be conquered with him. You know, we conquer them not by our own strength, not by our own hands, not by our own feet, but simply he walks us, he walks with us and, 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 and shows us how to accomplish these, you know? Um, yeah. um, but again, not to go on a rant. No, no, you're, you're good. You're good. But, um, yeah, like it just kind of, uh, going off what you were saying like you know uh, a lot of people are broken nowadays and there's broken people getting together with other broken people and they're having this broken type of love and it's not working out you know what i mean and and them in their mind they don't understand like okay why is this not working out you know what i mean like but it's because like kind of going back what i was saying like there's no vulnerability there there's no openness there to give and receive love and a lot of people think that um that when you're in love with somebody they don't they they only think it's all about receiving the love receiving the love but it's receiving and giving receiving and giving just like the how the heart you know if we're talking about like heart like you know uh our heart pumps blood right and gives it throughout the whole body and it's pumping right it's pumping it's pumping and that's how the exactly how we're supposed to be with loving you know giving and receiving but a lot of people have there's either there's either two spectrums either people have a hard time receiving love because they don't think they're worthy to have love but then there's that other spectrum that people don't know how to give love because they don't know how to give it 
You know what I mean? Dang, that's good. That's good, I, that's right? Good, yeah. That's good. So they, there's those two spectrums. And you need to find that person or not, not, no, don't go out finding them. Let me backtrack. There's going to be that person that's going to come to you, right? And they're going to know how to give and how to receive, right? And that's why it's important for us as individuals, before that person comes into our life, we need to know how to give and how to receive love, right? Whether that's with our family, whether that's with our brothers and sisters, with our friends, we need to know that we are worthy enough to receive love, but we also have the heart to give to others love. Yes. You know what I mean? And it sucks that people don't understand that because they're so broken because people have hurt them. You know what I mean? So it's this, it's this, it's a balance weight. It can be one or the other, right? But um, to move on to the, to the other question, is there anything you want to add on that? Um, I think just, again, back to the culture, you know, I want to, I want to bring it back to, you know, to give my side. And from my perspective, I've, I've gotten to see, you know, again, being a male and having um, mm, friends yeah, that, say it. that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> having friends that, that are, again, in the world. And when I say in the world, you know, just, you know, not following Christ, but I still love them, you know, you know, and, um, and, uh, and from what I hear and from what I understand, even me being in their shoes at one point in my life before Christ, I understood that as a man and even women too, again, I can't speak on too much, but from, you know, few women that I, you know, have these conversations with that, that nowadays we really do confuse love with lust. No, dude, for real. We really do. Yes. And the hookup culture is so easy and so common. So accessible. Yes. And so accessible. And I think we don't realize, you know, it may be like, it, it may be cool, you know, as it, it, and 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 we may look at it like, oh, dang, yeah, I just got another one, another, and you know, bagged another one. But no, because when you're trying to you settle down, like when you're really trying to find that person, a woman, at least in my shoes, you know, if I'm looking at women for what I only can get from them, how am I supposed to do the same for the woman that I want to be with for the rest of my life? Mm, the woman that I want to, you know, the woman I want to simply call my wife one day, the woman that I want to have children with. Mm. If I'm only looking at her so physically. Yes. Um, yes, that was good. Yeah, and and even you know the few things that I I see on social media, like people guys are so quick. Oh, like oh this chick like is this this chick is that, and that's so physical. You know they're so quick to like mm. oh she's got a banging body or she's got this or she's a ten or she a baddie. It's yes. the baddie. Yeah, but but simply again these are outer appearances that we're we're going off of. And again, like I mentioned, this is strict straight lust. You know, um, mm-hmm. again I can say myself too because I was like that. I was I was a man. I was a man, and I still am a man, but a man now that loves Christ and follows Christ. Um, but simply no longer did i simply look at women so physical and, and and i did that a lot you know growing up i did that a lot and it, and you know just to say i was a dog you know and I, again i wasn't yeah. i wasn't disrespecting women but in my mind or in simply the the women that i would holler to you know i would you know try to see what i can get out of it mm. and 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 even now you know discussing again just some personal my friends you know discussing with my friends i even hearing hearing them saying how difficult it is to now that you know as we're getting you know older older older, again we're not super old but you know some of my friends are 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 fed up on like just hooking up with girls they're kind of like just like our yeah they don't want to settle they want to they're they're coming to a point where they want a relationship they want something real they want something organic Mm -hmm. and and they can't find that because and I understand it isn't just the women's fault because it's I think it's the males too you know because we have a part in a big part in it too because no, just, yeah, I mean, it, it's both, honestly. Like, yeah. we're both lustful. We both have, you know, hormones and yes. feelings and yeah. um, testosterone. Testosterone, in yeah, the, yeah. In the, in the air, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. But, again, just men, just men nowadays, you know, we've, we've again, I'm, again, I'm not speaking for all the men out there, but I'm just speaking for the, 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 the myself and the far few that I've, I've spoken to that, that we, we, we talk to women and simply um, we, we, like, tell them all the things they want to hear and and we sometimes don't forget that they have feelings you know and then sometimes yeah. we kind of go over that and just as we forget that even you know men we have feelings too but even though we don't want to pub- like publish it um but simply 
we hurt them to a point where they they they're starting to become like oh like they know what they have and they have the key exactly. to what the one thing men want and and that's the reason why they act the way women act the way they act because we've ma- kind of made them like that I, at least i can say i can say that and it's, and it's vice versa too like you know there's women out there that um you know they be playing too much yeah. and it's true i mean men be playing too much too no offense but uh, but uh, you know <laughs> but women has done that to men too i know um women that have played around with like men like that and you know men turn into dogs they do they they start like okay whatever you know what i mean like if this is what i am and this is what women want to just play around with me like that then i guess yeah and even like like Again, not saying my friends say this, but I've heard, you know, that some videos or just like, like, like just people like, you know, in public places like, nah, like women want to be act that way. All right. I'm going to treat them that way. Yeah. And it, it's sad. You know what I'm saying? Because we like, like we don't talk to people like they deserve to be treated. And, mm. and, and I think I find that so fascinating because we don't speak with like nowadays we don't speak to women with respect. We speak with, you know, I feel like they want to be spoken to like, like just like, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Exactly. You know what I mean. I mean, just like for example, music. You know, every girl's yes. a a B. Yeah, every you know? girl's you know uh, a, a B, a a B a, or a three or four. Yeah. Um, like it's it's like, I don't know. It's crazy to me. And again, I'm I'm, I'm grateful the Lord provided. For, I don't know what I would do if I was trying to holler at women nowadays, just because it's so difficult and and it, it's just crazy to me. It really does blow my mind how yeah. not a you know how women play guys play and i don't know you know when people say like oh like i was talking to this chick but she like like no like these women like they you know they just kind of use even them like i've, I've even heard where they use the men i'm like wow no, that's crazy true. to me it's just the times i'm telling you the, yeah, the times, hookup culture the just kind of bring it back culture and bring it back it's just a lot of lust and and it's it's funny though because people will uh people will go ahead and go with hookup culture and go all full force and full acceleration you know what i mean and at the end of the day they're like broken and they're confused and they're like but why can i get a good girl or why can i get a good guy but because it's because we be playing too much we do like we be playing too much like obviously like you know if you if we're continuing trying to fill the void through hookup culture sorry to break it to you but it's not going to be filled that love that you really want is not going to be filled by hookup culture. It's just, it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's sad because we do that out of brokenness because it all started because somebody broke us, somebody hurt our heart, somebody backstabbed us, someone wasn't able to give love, we weren't able to receive it, vice versa. And so we leaned on to hookup culture. Again, just to finish off yeah. this question, um, as hookup culture progresses, you know, we see it as like normal and i i don't i don't yeah. see that progr- you know when do we like um when are we going to be able to simply say like this is wrong um and, and and again i'm not here to judge them you know if you choose to do that so be it but yeah. when you're trip simply trying to you know trying to figure out all right now i'm at a point in my life i'm i'm hey guys real quick this is genesis from the future interrupting andrew for a bit here our camera stopped recording here suddenly but luckily the audio was still rolling, so we're going to keep pressing on. The devil works hard, but, you know, God works harder. Just enjoy our background image here and kick back, enjoy the rest of the podcast. For all my Spotify and Apple listeners, just disregard this message. Just keep tuning in. Love you guys. I'm getting older and now I'm ready to settle, but then you can't come to find that person. You're going to ask yourself why, or you're going to start to blame everybody around you. But no, because we were there at one point. Or again, you were there. Exactly. You were doing that. You weren't exactly. saying that a couple years back, or you weren't saying that when you were linking up with all these people. And, um, and, and you're right, though. It's not to judge. It's the whole point. Like what we're here to talk about is if you're trying to find that love, that love that will fulfill that surpass all understanding that love that you're seeking best belief you won't find that in hookup culture yes you won't you, you just won't you won't find the validation that you're looking for in there you won't find it in these broken places you know you won't find it in hurt people because you know that saying hurt people hurt people mm-hmm. it's true you gotta you gotta find it first by forgiving yourself first and foremost honestly because in order for us to give love, we need to be able to receive the love, you know? So, but yeah, that's definitely something that in our generation, we're all seeking love somewhere. 
Yes. Right? We're all trying to find love in something, in somewhere, in someone, you know, and it's not going to be found in empty places. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, anything you want to add to the question? I think we're good. I think. All right. Mm-hmm. So we're also going to move towards talking about our experiences with uh, love according to culture. You want to take it? You want me to do it? I think with my experiences with love, as I mentioned, or just as I, I said, like, like my love, I understood love. I understood love because I, you know, I had, a, I had a great family, you know, blessed the Lord providing me a, a wonderful family, but I know it's not, that doesn't go for everybody. Um, so I understood love from a family perspective. I understood love from a friendship perspective. But when I started dating, again, I placed myself as like, so macho and so again did not disrespectful but i had to make it clear that that for a woman that i was dating like i had a treater with um again i wasn't disrespecting her at all um but i just had to make sure that i had to be masculine i had to mm. play the play the role i think that's the best way to put it play yeah. the play the role as masculine like you know no emotion try my best not to fold um and simply no, that's good that's good yeah Makes sense. and even when even when you're talking to women, you know you wanna you wanna you wanna um, impress, you wanna say all the right things, mm-hmm. um, but in reality, that's not at least for who I was. That's not you know again my my parents taught me you know a certain way you know how to respect women. You know I have a younger sister, so I, I kind of looked at it that way as well. You know I wouldn't want a man to disrespect my sister, um, but also I showed them love. You know and that's the thing I, I showed them the love. I showed them the love that I received, um, and but simply there was there. I was again looking at love so physical. I was looking at love for these micro doses of highs, you know, like, all right, I love you because, you know, you're telling me what I want to hear. You're giving me what I want. Um, but there was times as there was times where I'm just like, uh, like I'm fed up, like I'm fed up with just, you know, just like I would just want to call it quits. Like I'm done. I'm done. Um, but again, that's not what love is. You know, love is is you're willing to go that extra mile. You're not looking for the out. You're not looking for the easy way out. But you're trying to find a solution in the relationship. Mm, sacrifice. Yeah, mm-hmm. sacrifice. You're you're trying to find sac. You know, and that's what love is. But again, I, I didn't I didn't I wasn't thinking that way. I was just thinking very physical. I was thinking what I can get out of a person. But until I learned to again, again, I'm not gonna sit here and say love myself, but. <laughs> I was broken, and again, me going into relationships broken already. Yeah, you know, I I played a bigger, I put a big, I was a bigger critic on myself. I was a bigger person that hard like, on uh, yourself. Yeah, I was harder yeah. on myself, and so uh, you, but, so you, so you were in that spectrum that you didn't feel like you were worthy yes. to receive the love. You weren't. Yes. You were. You had that barrier. Yes. Yeah. yeah I had that That's barrier. Good. I had that barrier where I couldn't receive it just because I was so broken. I I felt like. Like, don't look at me like, like in the sense, like, like shameful, like, don't look at me. Don't like, yeah. like, like yeah. that was show, I was shameful myself. Yeah. Um. So I didn't know how to receive love. I, I lost again. I grew up knowing how to love. But once I lost my sight, I completely love was no longer a factor. It was just anger. It was just shame. shame. It was guilt. It was numbness. I was just, again, emotionless. I mm. became a point where I was like, love is not whatever. Like, love isn't nothing yeah. again so I, I i started to speak that way i started my whole thing changed because love wasn't in my life um and again i wasn't receiving it's not that people weren't giving me love but no my way of love for people changed it was like because i was just so out of it again broken keyword wow. Wow. Uh, um yeah and so um once i you know i i came to a point where i realized that that i was broken and simply and this is where smoking began. I so I started to find all these these things, these fillers, you know, drinking, smoking, trying to cope with like my my sadness, with my no having no love now, like uh, simply like no one loves me, no one wants to be with me. And again, me being very hard on myself, I'm like, you know what, Andrew? Again, this is just this is the way I used to speak to myself. I used to tell myself, Andrew, you're never gonna find someone. You're never gonna find love. You're never gonna find a person that can carry your your burden so heavy. Why would you put you know again? These are all thoughts in my head. Like like. Andrew, you can't put up this love. No one's going to want to carry this love, like this love that they, they want to give you because your burdens are so heavy. And I was just be me being so hard on myself. But no, it wasn't that way. It wasn't that way until, until again, going back to the Lord, the Lord, the Lord showed me. He really did um, simply find, find me 
found me in my broken space and he mm. put the pieces back together he, mm. he's the one that glued the pieces and not only did he glue pieces but he recreated me he simply changed me and showed me that no look at andrew i love you i love you i don't look at you for the outer appearance i look at you for the internal i look at you for your heart mm. and i'm like no lord like i'm still on unsh- like i'm still guilty i'm still shameful like don't look at me i'm i am uh, like i'm not even worthy to 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 loosen your sandals jesus like that's the way i used to look at it um but no, and, and, and Jesus would show me, no, Andrew, he'd show me, I love you, Andrew, and he'd, 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 with open arms. I couldn't put myself back together. And simply, wow. Jesus knew that. And so that's why he knew he had to put me through such a trial and tribulation and, and such a valley that I was going to find that nothing was going to satisfy my love, but only his. And that's why I'm grateful for him. Dude, I like that. That's so good. With my story, my story, I came from... A family that was broken, you know, my mom and my dad divorced, you know, and since they divorced, my my perspective on love was already distorted. And, you know, me as a kid watching those movies and seeing like the happily ever after at the end. And then, you know, once that TV was off and I'm seeing what's going on in my family, like the divorce, there was a cheating involved and lying involved and you know, I was confused because I was like, like, why isn't it like in the movies? You know what I mean? Like, why? Why is there cheating happening? Why is there lying happening? Why is my mom crying? Why is my dad so mad? Why? What's going on? You know what I mean? So my perspective on love was already distorted there. With that, uh, um, there was a situation there there were situations also in my life that involved like you know sexual harassment and sexual assault in my life and once that happened for sure now my perspective on love was really really twisted and perverted at a very young age i couldn't grasp on what love really meant because like you know the situation that happened to me at a very young age and then i'm seeing my mom and my dad and then, you know, and I don't blame my mom and my dad for these things that happened to me and the assaults. I don't I really don't because they were broken and they were trying to pick up their pieces. But um, at the time, it was I was very confused. And I was very perverted. And, you know, it was a time that I didn't even know what uh, sex meant, what love meant. And I'm not saying that my parents didn't love me. They loved me in their own conditions. They did. Um, my dad was a very um, hard man, like hard hearted. And because of things that's happened to him in the past and, you know, the divorce that happened between him and my mother, my dad really became hard hearted. And um, he it was hard for him to give love for us, his daughters. He was a man that was very hard to please. And as for my mom, my mom did give us a lot of love but again this goes back to love with conditions and love without conditions my mom loved us but because she was so broken and so just disturbed with her whole life and just mad at the world and everything she would project that on us you know what i mean so moving on with that i started finding love in other things whether that was hobbies whether that was um social media whether that was in my friends um, and, and and in men. Eventually, growing up, you know, I started finding that love in men. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, those relationships didn't work out. But I was really wanting to find that love that would fulfill. I was really trying to find that love that would fill the void. And it always ended up bad. You know what I mean? Like, it, it always ended up bad. It always ended up like I would just put so much standards to this one person i i had a void i did um it came to a point where i kind of looked back in my roots because of course i grew up in the lord i grew up knowing who he was there was a point where i was remembering how everybody would say hey jesus loves you hey jesus loves you hey god loves you god has a plan for you this and that and you know all those all those messages started coming back to me, you know, in my vulnerable state, in my place of darkness and void. And I was like, does Jesus really do love me? Like, does he really, does he really have a plan for me? Like, 
am, am, am I gonna be like this, like a hopeless romantic forever? You know, and honestly, he he came through. I I found Jesus, but honestly, he found me. He found me in my brokenness. He found me in my loneliness. He found me in my void. He found me in my sorrow, you know, in my tears, in my trauma that I had as a kid. Um, he found me in the trauma that I had um, not growing up really with my father. You know what I mean? Because my father wasn't there. The he wasn't there due to the divorce and him trying to find his 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 love trying him trying to find a validation in life and I don't blame him for it and I understand why you know still to this day my dad struggles a lot still with depression and and anxiety and all that stuff and you know without having that fatherly figure there without having that fatherly love that does and, and I'm, I'm saying it for a lot of people out there when you don't grow up with a dad like men are so important they really are men are so important in their household fathers are so important in yes. the household they really are because they do make or break a foundation in the home mm -hmm. they do and so me not growing up with my father i didn't really know um I didn't really know a lot of things. I didn't know a lot of a sense of authority because fathers, they do put that sense of authority there. They do. They give authority. They give protection. They give, um, you know, power and willingness. And because I didn't have all those in my home because I grew up with just girls, it was it was hard for me to keep going in life. And it was hard for me to have a relationship with God because my view of a father, because, you know, yeah, we know that God is our father. And because I had a bad image of what a father is, you know, to me, a father had a pretty bad reputation. It really, really affected my relationship with God because I just couldn't see him as a fatherly figure because my father perspective was so distorted, was so twisted, and it affected my relationship with God. It wasn't until I had to accept, hey, you know, God isn't a human to lie god his promises are true and his promises are always and they're the same god is the same yesterday today and forevermore he's not he's not his yes will be a yes and his no will be a no and me you know having a bad rep of what a father was um that's how i viewed god but no he definitely found me and he gave me life and he gave me love that i needed love that surpasses all understanding love that cured my fears and the bible it says that perfect perfect love casts out all fear and if you have fear in your life and you have fear because of love then that means that you haven't experienced the perfect love of god because perfect love casts out all fear and so i want to ask you andy so what really is love and how did you find it or how did you find it? Or how did it find you? Ooh. Okay. Say less. Um, I think just to jump right into it, I think, again, I think where I really understood what the word love is, and not just the love we use on a day-to-day -day basis, um, but sacrificial love is really in the Lord. It really is. I think it's, and sometimes we may not think, ah, oh, it's like, like Genesis mentioned, like Jesus loves you. No, Jesus really does really love you. Does. He truly, he doesn't just say it. like his words aren't empty. His words mm -hmm. have power. They have strength. And not only that, but they have meaning. Um, and so my love began. I decided to open my heart and say, Jesus, all right, I am broken. I want to know who you are. That's when my heart started to really soften and when I say like soften, I mean because my heart was so hard. My heart was, you know, borderline like just rock all around. Yeah. Um, just from all the hurt. Yeah. All the all the things that simply attacked me. Um, and once the Lord started to show me His love, I I never wanted to leave His presence. I never wanted to simply, Lord, I never want to leave this 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 time with you. I never want to simply be too far from your your love. And that's what he's done time and time again. Even when I'm wrong, I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to go to the Lord because I'm too shameful. And, you know, I have a lot of shame. You know, I, I, anything I do wrong, I feel like I'm shameful. And I, I, I'm like, nah, the Lord, you know, he's, he's pure and I'm unpure. 
but no mm -hmm. he still calls me even more he seeks for me more when he's like because he wants to show me his love he wants to simply flood me and remind me andrew i love you mm. even though even when you're doing wrong i'm still loving you the lord doesn't call us to meet him where he's at but he meets us where we're at and i think that's what he did in my life and that's what he showed his love and that's what i knew like wow if he's willing to do this for me what else is he do willing to do for me there was things that should have happened there's things that 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 i look back and i'm able to see like wow like something bad should have happened but it didn't um but because the lord's love was still there with me even when i had cursed his name even when i said i don't want nothing of you lord but his love was still um f flourishing i love him i love the lord i, I fall in love with him daily Amen. and it's again it's yeah. not an intimacy it's not a, a sexual love it's not a family love it's not a, a friendly love but it's a it's a sacrificial love for yeah. the lord it's, it's a love of the creator with yes. his creation yes yes yeah. and he's done he's done you know so many things in my life so why wouldn't i um want to do things that are pleasing to him mm, um good. because i love him and that's, what, that's what, again to answer your question my love for the lord you know i the things that he tells me all right andrew it's time to let go of these things i'm like all right lord even though i may struggle to let go of those things i love the lord that much that i'm willing to sacrifice all and simply and i don't even and it's not even like oh i have to give this up no he slowly starts to let, allow myself to no longer crave those things you know mm -hmm. he no longer i no does. longer do i crave the music no longer do i crave mm -hmm. the the being out in clubs no longer do i crave being in the bars you know drinking or oh let me get high cuz it's funnier and like no i don't crave i don't no longer crave any of these things I love the Lord again, as I mentioned. I love the Lord so much. I'm like, all right, that's cool. That was that was easy, but because He did it, I didn't do yeah, it. I, I he didn't. He did exactly. He did it, not me. You know, and it's I. It's not. I, it's because you decided to let go. Yes, all I had to do was let go, exactly. and He did the rest. And He did the rest, and He, he because of so much love that He's pouring in, mm -hmm. like it just changes you internally. Yes, exactly. And when you stop seeking the love from the world like how you were saying like you were seeking like the enjoyment and these other things in life and when you finally came to know god in, in his full power and his old glory and his love because he showered you with that much love something in you started shifting started shifting and you started wanting what he wants you started desiring yes. what the lord desires in your life and and, and he's right about that like like it's not by his strength that he started to change. It's not like he's like, okay, I got to be like this, this perfect God loving person. No, like he just started seeking him, seeking his face, just talking to God, like how, how, you know, how we're talking right now, just pouring out his, his feelings to him. And God started depositing, depositing, depositing and changing him from the inside. Yeah. I, 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 I love the Lord that much. And, and, and if he asked me, Hey, Andrew, do this let go of that you know even the blindness i think if the lord told me i'm gonna take away your blindness and and i and because i know he's still loving he he loves me so much that he's gonna do something greater yeah he's gonna do something yeah. greater with me losing my vision all right so be it but because i know his love is there and has not left me and um again when we say jesus loves you we mean jesus <laughs> he loves, really you. loves you jesus yeah. really does love you yeah exactly uh, with me, uh, what love really is now that I know, you know, and how love, how I found love or more like how love found me. Right. And that moment when I stopped finally seeking love from other men and from other people and finding validation from that. Um, when I finally let go, literally let go and was like, all right, you know what? Like, Let's try out this God thing, you know, like, let's try out like who, who, like who Jesus really is. And, you know, what does Jesus have to offer me? Like, you know, who, because you know, I, I grew up in the Lord, but I didn't really had a like firm knowledge, like who he really is and how he really does love. I just thought like, okay, God loves you. But no, like he gives like a supernatural love. Like, like, I, I'm, like, honestly, guys, like this love that your creator gives you is like you really do feel it you walk in so much love and so much like knowledge and you have like this knowing like you have this knowing like oh gosh like i am just so loved like like it's insane like it, it's real guys it's real it's realer than it could get like god's love really does overfill you and overpower you 
and to know that you are loved by the creator is like nothing else can can mm-hmm. satisfy mm-hmm. nothing nothing can satisfy really not even love from you know your partner not even love from hobbies not even love from this world anything that you see on social media nothing can satisfy like how god loves you really does god really really fills that void and and I, and i hope you guys don't see this as religious talk because it's not Mm-mm. like the like we here we're not religious people like a lot of people are like ah, i'm just not religious oh don't worry we, we aren't either <laughs> we're same, not religious we're on, the same boat. we're on the same boat we're with you the difference is that we have a relationship with the creator with god with jesus and that's what love is because it says in the bible god is love yes a lot of people miss that a lot of people don't think that a lot of people don't want to pick up the bible and see that for themselves they just go with word of mouth of what religion is but it's not like it's literally a relationship it's your creator wanting to have a relationship with its creation mm-hmm. right it says in the bible that he knows the exact numbers of hair in your head like that's insane it says that he knew your name before the foundation of this world like what the best love note you could ever read is the bible it really is i don't know how many times it says there i love you i love you i love you i love you i'm willing to do this for you i'm willing to do this i want to give you this i want to give you that Mm -hmm. it's just god like like literally giving it to you and telling you i love you and this is what i have to offer you but will you accept me will you allow me to love you will you allow yourself to receive the love that i have for you like uh god's love wrecks me every single time mm-hmm. and once i allowed him into my life and i was like all right well let's let's try out this god thing like i, I don't know how real it is but let's check bro i'm telling you i never looked back <laughs> i never looked back and once i stopped and this is the crazy thing once i stopped fi- like finding the love and other things and the lord filled me like with his love that person that i wanted so bad a a person you know to have a relationship to have a you know a romantic type of intimate relationship with with somebody like the lord gave that person to me you know what i mean shout out to andy but (laughs) but the lord gave that to me it was when i stopped seeking is when the lord uh gave that person to me and it's crazy because that's how it works because a lot of people wants to want they want to go out there and find that person and you could keep finding you could keep finding you could keep seeking you keep seeking but honestly you're just gonna end up at, at void you're just gonna end up empty because you are trying to idolize trying to find that person the best way how to look for a person is stop looking amen stop looking literally stop looking and if you want that God destined person for you, then start seeking God. Start seeking him. And I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, you will never look back. And a lot of people nowadays, we're walking without identities because we want to put our love in, in, in other things that are void, that are empty. You know what I mean? And, and we lose pieces of ourselves because we're giving off our identity in these other things. But our identity lies in our creator because he's the one that created us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, bro, I could be here all day talking about how much God is just so good. And I'm telling you guys, like this type of love, once you experience it, you'll never go back. Yeah. You will never go back. And it says in the word in Romans 8, 38, it says, for I am convinced, check this, for I am convinced that nothing, nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. Nothing. Meaning that God won't allow, once you jump in and dive in deep into who God is, God is and you seek him and you find him. And it says in the Bible, if you seek and you find, you will find him. He will be found by you. Once you know the love of God and you experience that and you know that you are loved, nothing can separate you from that now there's no turning back meaning that he's not gonna be like hey i love you today but uh and then the next day happens and he's like i don't love you tomorrow or i don't love you this day now or i don't love you because you did this and this and that no it says here god says it clearly in his word that nothing can ever separate you from the love of god take it as him telling you hey 
nothing can ever separate us because I love you forever. I love you till the end. And he just wants to show you, hey, that you are seen. You are important to me. I have a plan for you. I have a purpose for you. I want to make life with you. I just want to make life with you. And a lot of people might ask like, okay, Hene, okay, Andy, um, you guys are talking about so much about God's love and, you know, God this, God that, but how do I start then? Like, how do I do it? Do you have any advice, Andy, on that for someone that's asking like, okay, well, how do I find this love that you guys keep asking? Like, I mean, you guys keep saying like about God and God's love. Like, how do I, how do I get there? Pull up on us. We'll show <laughs> Literally, <laughs> pull up on us. We'll show you guys. I mean, Simply, that's an option too. You, all you need are, and truly, and I, I would love to, all you need is faith as big as a mustard seed. And a mustard seed is tiny. And when I say this, look, mind you. It says it in the word. In the word. All you need is a tiny little bit of faith that the Lord is going to, you know, he is willing and he wants to show you that love. But you have to open that door for him because he's a gentleman and he's not going to barge into your crib and be like, yo, you gotta FBI. love me. <laughs> yeah, like, no, he's no. not going to be like he's that. Gonna knock he's at, a gentleman. Yes, he's going to knock at your heart every day. And if you don't answer, he's like, all right, I'll come back. I'll come back tomorrow. I'll come back oh. tomorrow. <laughs> he's and so and he because he loves us and he's, you know, because he provides uh, he provides all that we need. But sometimes we forget that we want to do everything by our own strength. Mm. And we, we 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 don't understand that. He gives us all. He really does provide all with his love. Once you, again, open your heart and truly mean it, honestly, again, tiny faith. You just need it. Like, all right, I want to know who this is. Say, all you got to do is invite Jesus. Jesus. Exactly. Invite him. That's the answer. That's all you got to do. Real That's simple. It. And say, Jesus, I want to know who you are. I invite you into my heart. Mm-hmm. And I want to get to know you. Simply change my life and mm-hmm. show me, show me your love. And I guarantee, and I, you know, at least that's what he's done in my life. And mind you, I don't even see what's occurring, but I feel it in my heart that physical change is happening in my heart because of his love. But yeah, that's what my advice. Again, all you need is faith, real small faith, and say, Jesus, I want to know you. I invite you. Yeah. And simply show me your love. Literally. Show me your love. And I, and I, you know, no, something, that, some, that something supernatural is going to simply, you may not feel it right then and there, but I, I know in your heart that something's changing. Dude, that was good. And a lot of people might think like, ah, like that's kind of silly. Like I'm not even, who am I talking to? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But try it, try it. That's what we did. We tried it. We didn't have any guarantee. We're just like, mm, okay, let's see what's up, bro. What, he what do delivered. you have to lose? What do you have to lose? All you need is something small. Faith as small as a mustard seed. I keep repeating that because if you look it up, it's tiny. It's literally, literally search it up. And, and the Bible says like if you have faith as size of a mustard seed, yes. right? Search it up, bro. Like literally, uh, like you guys see that space between my fingers? Yeah, you guys don't. That's <laughs> that's how small mustard small yeah. mustard seed is. And and simply, but if you have enough faith to put it on, you know, rocks. If you have faith to put it on bro, bracelets. If you, it. Have, if you have faith say to it, put bro. it on necklaces. You say know, it. Again, I'm not trying to if you amoeba-wise, but if you have faith like, oh, this protects me. Like, why can't you have faith on like, Lord, you want to know your master? Bro. Simply tell him, I want to know you and and I, I he'll guarantee, I, I know something supernatural is going to happen. He's doing it because I know I didn't do it, it, but I, I came to say a point it. where I was broken enough where I came to his, I, I called for him and he, he showed you know, he he simply provided in every part, even though I didn't realize it then. But I'm able to look back now and be like, wow, his love was there. Andy, pop off, dude. That was good. And you're right. Like, we be putting our faith in other things. And when it comes to, like, mentioning God or Jesus, they're like, oh, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. How do you how do you, how can you get this love from God? Simple by inviting Jesus in and I actually have. A verse for you guys because i don't want you guys to think that we are saying all this by our knowledge it's not it's all because of god right mm-hmm. he's the one that showed us he's the one that taught us we serve a supernatural god but have my handy dandy sticky note here it's first john four fifteen. anyone who believes and says that jesus is the son of god will have god in him check that you will have god in him and when God is in you, you will experience that love. How do you have God to be in you? By accepting that Jesus Christ, 
right, is the Lord and Savior, that Jesus is the Son of God. Mm -hmm. Just talk to him however you are comfortable where you're at right now and tell him, God, I invite you in. Jesus, I invite you in. Show me what this love is. But yes, once you experience that and Jesus is living in your heart, so you experience that love, right, you will start to like god will start to reveal things in you like it's crazy dude like he'll start to tell you like hey remember that unforgiveness that you had for your father yeah let it go and it's just gonna come to you and you're gonna be like what like bro that can't be my thoughts like that's weird you know what i mean and that's what happened to me god was like hey that that unforgiveness for your father forgive him in order for me to give you that fatherly love you need to forgive your father that's here in the world bro Man, that's good that's good. Once I did that out of brokenness and tears and letting you guys know for people, for you all out there that are struggling with unforgiveness, just letting you know, unforgiveness doesn't hit, doesn't hurt the other person. It hurts you. Mm -hmm. It hurts you because you're the one holding on to all that bitterness. You're holding on to all that hurt. It's not hurting the other person. That other person is fine. They're chilling. They're out there. They're doing their own life. That unforgiveness is hurting you, not them. So what do you have to lose for releasing that pain, that trauma that you are holding on? Release it. I declare in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I declare in the name of Jesus. Release that unforgiveness because it's only hurting you. And that is that is coming a, a, a wedge between you experiencing what true love is. Mm -hmm. Right? Because in the Bible, it tells us that the commandment is to love one another. Yes. I actually have it here. I, first, I gonna, yeah, oh, you're going to say that? No, go, go, Yeah, that First John 2, 8, it says, this is the commandment, to love one another, right? The darkness in our lives will disappear because we're starting to love one another. That darkness in your life will disappear and the light of life in Christ will shine on in. Mm -hmm. Bro, mic drop. I, I, can't, I can't take off this mic, but dude. It's true. Once you start loving, loving, you're forgiving, you're receiving, you're giving love, you're doing this, this whole equal balance thing and you start loving people and seeing them for, for, for how God sees them. Cause God loves everybody. No exceptions. Yeah. He loves everybody. And once you start seeing these people, just how, like how God views them, you're going to start loving them. You're going to start loving them. And it says here, what, what I read in first John, that the, that the darkness in our life will start disappearing and the new light in God will come on in. So it says here, and as we live with Christ, our love grows more perfect and more complete. Mm -hmm. So bro, you will never find a perfect love out there in this world because there's no such thing as perfect. There is no such thing as perfect. The only perfect one is God. The, perfect, the only perfect one is Jesus. Jesus. And he gives you perfect love. And once you experience that perfect love, guess what? You'll start learning how to love other people mm -hmm. with that love of God. That person in your life that deserves to be in your life, that that will be your partner. That will be the person that you're intimate with. That will be the person that you're giving them your passion, your commitment, your everything. You're going to know how to love that person. And that person's going to know how to love you. And you're going to be in this whole giving and receiving love giving and receiving love and it's going to be beautiful so good but yeah but love is jesus and once you experience jesus you'll know how to love others so good so good we want to thank you guys for watching again yes watching the first video we yes, were so yes. happy again just to emphasize that again you know we're grateful we love the feedback we love all the supporters everybody we, do. we love everybody that went out of their way to let us know what they thought their thoughts were just to finish off we do have Spotify and Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, excuse me. And then you guys can enjoy it from there. Um, also, I have an Instagram, guys. If you guys want to see more, you know, we're going to start putting sneak peeks and simply the follow-up videos or whatnot. Yeah, um, but reels please, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. I will have the on the description. There's our Instagram, too. Follow us on Instagram, please, too, yeah. guys. And honestly, I want you guys to know, like, we are a podcast and we want to extend the love to you guys where you guys are watching it on your phones, on laptops, TVs, whatever. We're extending this love. We do this because, one, we love God. Two, because we love you guys. And we want you guys to find the hope that we found. Mm -hmm. And that hope was found in, in Christ. And we couldn't be much more happier where we're at now. And we want you guys to experience this happiness, this love, this joy where you guys are at right now you know what i mean mm -hmm. but if you guys have to reach out our dms are open 
you guys can. Yes. If you guys need advice, if you guys need insight, if you guys need even prayer, prayer if you guys want to yeah. come and hang out with us, fellowship with us, do it, guys. Do yes, it. We are more than happy. Mm-hmm. We're willing to help you guys and show you what we've experienced. Again, and, and again, excuse me, it's not us showing. It's through the Lord, through us. Exactly. To show you what it is to fall in love with the lord and have these this love that is everlderlasting yeah um but again guys thank you guys so much we appreciate thank your, you guys. Your, we appreciate the viewers we appreciate everybody the support our family friends everybody i want to thank you and uh that's all exactly we love you guys thank you guys and that's a wrap on episode two and remember there is hope lots of hope lots